Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, we didn't discuss who was going to do the intro. <laughs> yeah, which one of us it's will the, do the it's intro? Morris is here for the food show today as yeah. it is every day. Yeah. Oh, and here's our big puppy. Yeah, there's the puppy. And we are here to chat with you about food. Teeming down raining. It's pouring. Yes, it is pouring. It is In fact, really I am coming down. soaked. Soaked. Yeah. I just got home and I didn't have an umbrella, so I'm soaked. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to talk to us about food. We have some things that we did over the weekend that were mm-hmm. interesting and want to share those with you. But I'm assuming that you also did the same thing because it was Father's Day yesterday. I hope everyone it had a great Father's day. It was Father's Day, and I had a great time. How about you? <laughs> it was a great day. Uh-huh. We had, Mary Lee had a brilliant idea to, mm-hmm. to take a road trip. So we got in the car at 9 o'clock in the morning, and Mary Lee drives a little fast. So it you didn't take so? us that long to get there. But it was a lovely Father's Day for Tom because he's, uh, as you know, into trains and highways and things like that. So we followed the old Highway 11 and the railroad tracks all the way up to Meridian. And it was it was nice. As a matter of fact, I <laughs> at one point I thought, well, you know, um, this kind of looks like the interstate. And she goes, Mom, it is the interstate. We haven't gotten <laughs> off on 11 yet. So, But then when we did get off on 11, it became hilly, and it was really, really nice. It was a good drive. It is a very nice little yeah, journey. it was. And then we got to Meridian, and uh, she wanted to show Tom the work that she did on the new Max Museum, which I highly recommend to anyone who's into pop culture. The Max Museum? The Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience. Oh, that, that. Which has everybody who's anybody from the 20th century in America. That was really, it's gorgeous. really great. It is gorgeous. And then we went to one of our favorite restaurants. Oh, where was that? <laughs> Weidman's. <laughs> It was Weidman's. A restaurant yes. that claims to have opened. I don't think it claims. I think it has been open ha- since really 1870. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 1870. No claim about it. It's on their gorgeous neon sign out front. That's such mm-hmm. a distinctive and beautiful sign. Yeah. And uh, there they were, just uh, ready to roll. We had a great and- time. And really somehow, yeah, we had a nice dinner over there. Yeah, we had, uh, we started off with the, the menu. First of all, Mary Lee and I have extensive experience with Weidman's because we love it. And mm-hmm. she lived there for four months when she was working on the museum. So I would go to visit her or I'd take her dog to visit her and we would go to Weidman's. And um, there's not a lot of restaurants in Meridian. So Weidman's is sort of a hangout, but Mm -hmm. it would be great anyway. Even if there were dozens of restaurants, it would still be a real hot spot. But um, they have an interesting um, little house specialty that they've become famous for to the point where people will uh, go over there and uh, they will dig out this particular little treat well it's it's it comes on every table the crock mm-hmm. with the, the crock. peanut butter in it yeah 
But the crock is a handmade ceramic crock, and they sell them for you know souvenirs. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it was really it was really really cool. And we had we started off with um, there's a there was a quiche of the day, which was it the quiche of the jour. It was the quiche du jour, yes. Mm. And it had shrimp in it, which nixed it for Mary Lee. But we did get the regular quiche, the quiche Lorraine. It was really, I didn't really like the way the, the consistency looked on the outside. But when we ate it, it was really fluffy and perfectly done. Mm-hmm. And it had a slice of tomato on top, which was astonishing. Not that you could have a slice of tomato on the top, but that the tomato was soft and it was red and it was sweet and it was like a ripe tomato that you would pick out of your yard, which you never see anywhere unless, of course, you have tomatoes growing in your yard. (laughs) But it was really nice. I thought it was really great. And I thought the food was really great, too. It's it's always good. It was when you read it, uh, when you read it, <laughs> when you read down the whole menu, which is extensive, it, it, it which is extensive, uh, you come away from it thinking, gosh, this is kind of like a little bit of lowball kind of quality here until you started eating it. And then once you started eating it, uh, it was a nice, fresh, little crispy. Why would uh, you thing? think it's lowball quality? The prices were not Just high, looking but it's at the Meridian, menu. Mississippi. You yeah. can't charge no. what you would charge in New Orleans for the same type of food. But it was first quality everything. It's fabulously tasty. I We are huge. Mary Lee and I are huge mm. fans. But I think it's also kind of a nostalgic thing for us because um, – she would work these 30-hour, literally 30-hour days, and um, they had a hangout there. And they would go to dinner if they were up at dinner, or they would go to happy hour if they could get away for a little while. And it was it was all of these different restaurant experiences in one, and it was just, it was great. Mm-hmm. It was really great to be back. It was really great for her to be back. She got the... The fried green tomato BLT, which is a passion for her. She got that all the time. And they have a great burger, which I should have gotten because what I got I didn't really care for. No? No, No, but we did eat the quiche before, so it wasn't like I needed to eat it. But I got the... um, I got the shrimp and grits, and I got sort of the jacked-up version of shrimp and grits, which had um, spinach in it and mushrooms, which is why I got it. But um, but I, I wouldn't get it again. There's so many other things that I've had there that I really do love that I, I wouldn't get that again. But you liked what you had. You had the grilled catfish over Caesar salad mm-hmm. made with actual anchovies. And then they had an actual... Uh uh, the the uh, little pastry thing that you were just talking about a minute the ago. The biscuit croutons. The croutons. No, it's Here we go with the, the rapid-fire round. Go ahead. Rapid-fire round, yeah. <laughs> I've been hit three times already. Uh, anyway. Oh, they had they had great uh, bruschetta. Is that what you're yeah, talking about, uh, the bruschetta? It, it was similar to... The, well, you the, ordered the bruschetta. Yeah, but there was one other thing, and we've already talked about it biscuit, already. Biscuit, grid cake. No. Uh, we're peanut get butter this and crackers. It's funny. Peanut uh, butter and crackers. Uh, no, it was being <laughs> eaten inside, and it was being put forth in little 
yeah, the peanut like butter, that. the peanut butter and crackers. And it was uh, it was kind of buttery, and there was some mm-hmm. some uh, egg in there somewhere. Yeah, the quiche. The quiche. The That's quiche. exactly what oh. I was trying to hoop. Okay. Uh, but anyway, retrieve the quiche. Uh, years yes. ago, uh, there would. I, I, I think I know what's coming next. You know this? I just, just a guess. Oh, well, I won't Go do ahead. it. Go ahead. No, 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 no. There must be oh, someone I, out there who hasn't heard this well, story. Well, back in 19, uh, let's see, it was in Pensacola. In the 70s? In the 70s. You, are you I've heard this story up? so many times Have I can you? prompt you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, it was, I was uh, giving a talk for a group there, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I went out to the uh, uh, to the restaurant of a guy who who, who specifically asked me to Very come over. Very popular restaurant there, yes. Popular restaurant, mm-hmm. and he uh, he asked if I would come over, have dinner, and mm-hmm. would give any advice I might have. I oh, said, so sort of like a so semi-consultant. I, kind of like that. Yes. I had to warn him, you know, it's yeah. only me. But anyway, we we went over there, and uh, uh, I asked him, uh, you know, has he thought about moving somewhere else? He says, no, uh, well, kind of I do sometime, and those are the times when somebody comes in and for the 990th time they ask me, hey, uh, what's, what's the word? Quickie. What's a quickie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had to be there. Well, and, you know, you didn't really have to be there. You just have to have listened to the show at all. You probably are familiar with the story. So, yeah. anyway. Well, I, I'm still thinking of it. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you would like to chat with us, we are talking about food, as we always are. Yeah. Monday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday. In fact, I would really appreciate it if somebody were to call in right now because about uh, 20 minutes ago there was a blast of lightning from out of the sky. It just made the whole building shake. And, and you're uh, wondering if you're really I on the air? I was wondering if we're still, you know. Well, don't you uh, think Doug would have told you, probably? Yeah, Doug would have told yeah, us. Yeah, I think so. Doug? Two, six, zero, six. I say It Doug. was a lightning bolt, and it zapped Doug as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, Two, I don't six, think zero, this six, it would have even three, hurt him. Three, six, eight is the number. I just had lunch at an interesting place. Tell me. Picnic and Provisions, which is the collaboration of the Reginelli's guys and... Tori McPhail and T. Martin. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, have mixed feelings about that place. Uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what are yours, Tom? Huh? What are yours? Well, I I give it on the, probably the most the the most appropriate way and the nicest way. Okay. You hate it. I can't understand exactly what it is they're trying to sell. Okay. And uh, I, it tastes okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Actually, but, I don't agree with but that. I, but anyway. I look through the whole menu, and I just go through the whole thing and think, what exactly, what need do I have that this is going Providing? to Providing? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I've decided about it. Tell me. Um, it's a really great space. I love the decor of the place. It's it's expensive. It's beautifully done. It's kind of cliche, but in a way that you really love. And um, I just, I like being there. I feel good being there. I think it's a really great neighborhood restaurant for people who live around the block. That neighborhood. Yeah, for yeah. people who live around the block, I think that's a charming little place yeah. to go. Now, that said, 
I don't understand the food. Like, for example, we on the table, we had a fried chicken salad. Now, when you think of a fried chicken salad, you think of chunks of fried chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Okay. For some reason, it's hip to fry chicken dark meat, to have it deboned mm-hmm. and fried as fried chicken. I mean, it used to be where in a Chinese restaurant, you would get dark meat because it was cheaper and you had to specifically ask for white meat if you wanted something and were willing to pay more for it. For some reason now, dark meat fried is a hip thing. Mm-hmm. I know this to be true because I had a fried chicken sandwich at one of the hippest of hip places, Blue Oak Barbecue, last week, and it was a flattened chicken thigh. So I know that it's hip because that's what they're serving. Mm -hmm. So today, when this came to the table as long strips of deboned dark meat chicken fried, it was A, a little bit greasy, I was surprised by that, and B, I don't want to eat fried dark meat unless it's in a Popeye's basket with the bones in it. Boy, they've sure wrapped up that uh, part of the uh, world, the universe. Category. Well, you know, it's like I, it, I feel like if it's fried chicken and it isn't in a Popeye's basket... And it isn't in a three-piece something. I mean, you could get fried chicken at Fury's. You mm-hmm. could get fried chicken at Porter and Luke, and it would have bones in it. And it would be part of an ensemble of chicken pieces. But if you are wanting to have a fried chicken, probably breast, you don't want a fried chicken thigh that's been deboned. So I thought that was, I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. The salad greens underneath it were really interesting. It was quite a collection of various greens. It was definitely a gourmet kind of salad with a really nice mustardy dressing. I did like that. But the chicken on top just didn't move me Mm. at all. And then I was absolutely flabbergasted. Flabbergasted? I was flabbergasted. That's a bad way to be, girl. To see what came to the table when we asked for butter for what was, I gotta say, call a spade a spade, maybe one of the most delectable cornbread slash biscuit hybrids Hmm. I've ever encountered. It was delish, Mm. okay? But what came to the table was this yellow mustardy kind of substance in a crock that was margarine Uh oh what anyway 20 minutes after three two six zero six three six eight is the number i will now begin the margarine tirade when we come back but save us all and just call two six zero six three six eight and all uh proves now that uh, doug can say that he is is there he's there there you go so uh thank you doug Okay, we are back. Two six zero six three six eight. I was reading something on the. That was good. Was reading something on the computer. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. 
We are talking about uh, picnic and provisions, which is mm-hmm. what I was talking about uh, right before we went on the break. And I was just marveling that that margarine came to the table for this delicious, delicious biscuit. And then I was told that it was there because it spreads better and mm. that it just kind of works for what they're doing. And I thought, wow, in 2019, are you actually unapologetically um, putting margarine front and center? And I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. No matter how good it would be, that's not something I would, if I had a restaurant, that I wouldn't want people to know. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, you mean what because you, you should know it, because you should have the option of eating margarine or not. I mean, you know, it's like there's this movie that mm-hmm. um, that we used to really like back in the early days of our family called Pure Luck, which was hilarious, and it was uh, Martin Short, and enough said right there. But um, he's in this he's in this totally remote place in a hospital and someone is trying to offer him cigarettes and he you know he said have you not read the literature on that and that's what I could you know that's what I wanted to say today is like have you not read the literature on margarine come on anyway so I I started I went back to the biscuit and I started eating it without the margarine and then I went wait there's margarine in the biscuit, too. So I just wasn't really inclined to finish it. But anyway, I think this is a really interesting place. Um, I I don't know how I feel about the food. Obviously not good if we're talking about margarine. But there were it's it's got a, a peculiar menu. And I think it probably is well-named Picnic and Provisions because it's really kind of a picnic. It looks like a picnic place. It looks like a picnic basket, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's their point. But, yeah, you know, it looks like a picnic yeah. basket, and it's it's uh, it's cute. And I don't feel like I've eaten enough of the menu to, you know, to really say that I didn't like it. But it, it I was not I was a little underwhelmed today. Anyway, I I don't think I'm going to name the restaurant. But you tell me if I ought to change my mind. Okay. But, but actually, I haven't checked this out in a while. Yeah. So, okay. So let's anyway, not say it then. Very, very well-known restaurant. Okay. Uh, thought of really highly. Yeah. Okay. And I uh, was taken into their walk-in cooler so they could show me all the crab meat that they had coming in. Yeah. Or you know, some other things like mm-hmm. that. And I happened to look over in a spot near the floor in the walk-in cooler, uh-huh. and in it were boxes of uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 pounds each of margarine. Right yeah, down there right, yeah. at the bottom here in the cooler. Yeah. And I, and it, it, this is a restaurant that uh, if you used margarine at all. You'd be surprised. You Everybody would, would be surprised. Have, right. Well, I and think they did, and, and I, I asked the uh, the the chef, I say, uh, what, what's the deal here? And he just went with his eyes back and forth and back and forth. And yeah. It works, you know, or something exactly. like that. Exactly. So I'm mar- so I'm wondering if maybe that's just not something that there is a lot more of out there that maybe people are not as, well, in this case, I was kind of proud of it. But anyway, um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Well, then let's move um, on to I, another thing. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I like char-grilled oysters, and I've gotten to the point Me where too. I'm getting to 
you know, want to ask if there's butter or margarine in that. And I think it's pretty well known that there's a lot of margarine in char-grilled oysters, but not everywhere. So, but anyway, I just, I was a little surprised by that. I mean, mm. you know, char-grilled oysters is one thing, but everywhere and everything, I don't know. That just, I don't know. I was under- underwhelmed. Let's put it that way. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you had a lovely Father's Day, what did you do? Do you have any report about that? Hey, you know, it was a really fun picnic that we it, had there. It was a fun yeah, picnic. Brought out a picnic and really provisions. Had a really fun time at Weidman's. Anyway, um, if you cooked for Father's Day, would definitely like to hear about that. Mm. You know, I'm glad that we went where we went yesterday because, um, first of all, we love that restaurant. But also because um, we didn't really feel like cooking, but I remember the good old days when we did cook and we all, we had people over and uh, the big green egg was kind of going a lot. And I just, I'm, I'm very partial to that big, gigantic, yeah, well, I'm, I'm partial to the big uh, prime rib roast that you used to do and it would be really crusty on the outside and we would slice on it. And I do, I do love beef ribs for sure. Um, I've noticed that. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Remember when you all did that scout thing? Very, and, very well. And you had what kind of fish was that that you grilled? I think it was, uh, believe it or not, sheep's head. And it was a whole one, right? It was like you a, could get, it was like a big one. And you, you could have a whole one of that and get away with. it. Yeah, but I mean, it, it seems is sheep's head a big fish? They're not particularly big, but sometimes they get Im- immediately smaller because there are uh there there's a lot of waste in, in uh-huh. that fish uh-huh. and you have to you know like a re, you know really rip out it. a yeah. pretty good bit uh and that turns some people off but I, I just let it go because i know how good the rest of it is yeah so well, just go with it i i remember that harlan pierce who was there well brought, he would know brought the fish he brought the fish. Mm-hmm. It must have been a big one because you served a lot of people with that. I mean, I wasn't there, but you talked about that for a while. Oh, no, I remember that very, well, very well. What was it? That fish was I, was, I was trying to think of it a couple of days ago. You know that we're in trouble already. Yeah. Uh, it was a big fish, It was though. a very large uh, fish that has several different numbers. Oh, was numbers. it cobia? Was it, cobia. It was cobia, yeah. That's close enough. The other one is a lemon fish, isn't uh-huh. it? Uh-huh, okay. But, but cobia, we, we can go with that. That's a good it's one. It's a white flaky fish, right? It is. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't call it white, but it's very light. Mm-hmm. It is very firm in a way that will never make you go, ugh. You just you'll take a bite and it'll be like eating a piece of steak except that it's uh it's, it's fish it's fish yeah and it's really good. and you really like it and and did did they finish it did all the kids finish yes, it was gone we yeah. built a fire outside uh-huh. we were all camping for the weekend mm-hmm. and my, uh, for those who are just joining us uh, this is Tom Fitzmorris and I like the sky the scouts. Uh, my son was very avidly in the Scouts, and the two of us together were really together in uh, Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we uh, did this at a sugar plantation up the bayou, up the river, actually. And we uh, built a fire on the ground with uh, a lot of extra uh, sugar cane that was just lying around. And they it just, wasn't only sugar cane, though, right? It was like wood that they. It cut was the sugar cane. It the was, whole uh, thing was sugar. Well, cane? it was. It was kind of. Uh, most of it had sort of dried out. Uh-huh. So, but anyway, we threw that in there, 
and this fish took that uh, flavor of the little, sugar cane. It yeah. was wonderful. And a lot of these, so the, the wimpier kids, and I can say that because I'm one of them. Yes. Uh, we and I can say that he's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we put this in place. And uh, here I am. We're getting all these kids who don't eat fish. You know, they were eating fish, baby. Mm-hmm. He, he, they what did you put them. on it? Was it just like a uh, very little seasoning uh, or butter, something? Uh, uh-huh. And uh, maybe some. Don't uh, say margarine. Tony, no, no. I guarantee you, there was another Tony Angelos or something yeah, like uh-huh. that. Yeah, Tony, Tony Sacheries. Tony Sacheries. Yeah. 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 Tony Angelo. Yeah, Who's I like Tony Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is the number. That's 260 menu. I am curious if you cooked something for Father's Day, how did it come out? And what did you do? And did you have a lot of guests over for Father's Day? I um I don't remember how long it's been since we did something like that here, but it's been quite a number of years. Mm-hmm. And oh, those were uh, you know, you know what years. I think it was. You know what I think it was. I no, think when me. we, I think when we broke up the picnic table, which had gotten pretty rotten from all the rain that we had, mm-hmm. and there was no longer a table to eat outside. I think that's when we stopped cooking because I like to eat outside, and we would just cook and then eat on the table. But we kind of stopped doing that when we lost the table. Mm. We had every intention of replacing the table, but we just never did. Well, it was a genuine. Uh, Picnic table. Uh, picnic table, but it was also a plantation. It was a the picnic table was um, was here when we moved in mm-hmm. to the house. Oh, and, that one. And okay. yeah, you're talking about the one at the plantation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, the the fish where they ate on the picnic table was actually at a plantation. Yes, mm. out by the river. Well, they a sugarcane plantation, which has provided lots and lots of sugarcane to various so. things in mm-hmm. this house. The panting you hear in the background is our beloved dog, who likes to come <laughs> in and visit. Hey, baby, and is probably looking for more food. I brought mm-hmm. him some chicken. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. I uh, had some. I went to Zia. Yeah. With some friends uh, the day I've before. I've noticed a lot of lot of signs for them lately. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, as I'm sitting here telling you this, but the the place where I saw it was on the on the uh, interstate. The billboards, the billboards yeah. for Zia. They yeah. were like every couple of minutes. Yeah, that's what they. Well, good for them. Anyway, I think we, it's a good outfit. We'll take a break, and we'll be back. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Stay tuned. More of the food. Show. We are back. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. You're listening to the food show with the Fitzmorai. <laughs> you make it sound like some sort of. Uh, Lizard. You think? Or anyway, some sort of insect. I don't know. Maybe it is. Anyway, uh, Porter and Luke. Don't you love Porter and Luke? I do. Yeah. Porter I, and Luke, they, they were they were a lot of fun. They were fun before they became that. And they're, and they're and fun they, still. They were fun yes. before that. And then wow. They were, they were fun. Going back a long way with fun. Going back a long way. Yeah. Porter and Luke. Favorite club sandwich in town. I've said it a million times. I'll say it again because it's really true. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, I, I will say this, though. It's not 100% perfection. They do it with honey mustard dressing, which, frankly, I just don't ever see anymore. So Ao would be better. And honey mustard, in my opinion, was never a hit. But 
Uh, there it is. And they serve that with a big pile of their fresh cut chips, which is really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I'm sitting there eating my club sandwich and the waitress has failed to convince me to get anything else, I think, gosh, I maybe should have listened to her because look at that great plate of meatballs and spaghetti going back. And look at that chicken with pasta and that fried chicken and the the eggplant hollowed out the bowl of eggplant that's fried and breaded and it's served with a seafood dressing filling it up and it's served over angel hair with creamy dressing well not dressing but creamy sauce on it there's so much good stuff at Porter and Luke. It's a great place. It's nice comfort food, and it's just really relaxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, great little waitresses. Say hello to Brandy for us. And uh, that is Porter and Luke, 1517 Metairie Road, in that shopping center by Walgreens and Oakland Hart, right next to Canseco, Porter mm-hmm. and Luke. Mm-hmm. It's the food show. 260-6368. So we were talking about grilling. Mm-hmm. Yep. And fish. Grilling fish, and it's easier than it looks. It also <laughs> can be yes, it w- is. much, much worse than you did. Well, you know, I don't know if I've ever grilled fish, and nope. I, I think that I would almost certainly grill it too much because I pretty much want to grill or cook everything more than other people do. I was uh, in a, in a, a restaurant somewhere in, within the last few days, mm-hmm. and they had it was tuna actually, mm-hmm. and it was tuna in a place where I wasn't expecting to stay for very long. Yeah. I was just, mm-hmm. and I said, "What the heck? Let me get it." It was great. I mean, it was I, I whenever I get a grilled fish that's like a tuna or something, I just I, I fall in love with that. It's it gets meaty, uh-huh. and it's, it's kind of like a steak. It, it, it it's feels got that like a steak a lot. Thing going to it. Yep. I don't remember where that was, but I saw you saying, "Oh, I don't know." And then I said, "Yeah, try the it's tuna." Like last and you week, did. I, think. I know, but it's we eat so much out. You know, uh, speaking of grilled fish, I was talking to yeah. my sister, who just came back from two weeks in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and I said, um, "I said, you know." Um, I was wondering where you ate because I'd given her some recommendations. I was asking her because I told her that Bottega Louie was my favorite restaurant in the whole world and that I really wished that she would go there in in Los Angeles. And she did. And she told me that she did really like it. And I said, that is my favorite restaurant in the whole world. And she said, mine's Mama's Fish House. Do you remember Mama's Fish House (laughs) in Maui? We went to Maui 10 years ago, actually 11 years ago, and it was recommended to us by a couple that we knew, and they said, don't leave Hawaii without going to Mama's Fish House. So we went to Mama's Mm -hmm. Fish House, which is on some beach in Maui, and I'm not sure what beach it is, but it is a very cool place for sure. But Mama's Fish House was the high water mark of how much we've ever spent for a meal. Mm. I think it was like 300 some odd dollars for lunch for <laughs> three of us. Goodness and we sake. left there just sort of staggering, but it was fantastic. And my sister, I can't believe that she actually went there because she doesn't usually go to restaurants that are that expensive, but I, I warned her. 
And she said that she was kind of debating about going until mm -hmm. she was at the airport talking to someone and told them that she was heading to Maui. And that person said, I have three words for you. <laughs> and she said, what are they? And she said, Mama's Fish House. So they went, and she said it was absolutely an incredible meal, an incredible beach, an incredible place. And her son saw a famous basketball star, so it was really, it was really great. But anyway, if you're heading to Hawaii for any reason, mm -hmm. and don't mind just blowing a whole lot of money on food, uh, it is worth it for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, We're getting uh, visited by the panting dog again. Two six zero six three six eight New Orleans hamburger and seafood is a way to eat seafood a lot more affordably than at Mama's Fish House, that's for sure. It's mm -hmm. also going to be fried, and it's going to be great, and it's going to be crispy and delicious and greaseless. And if you griefless. order it, I didn't say griefless, I said greaseless. Oh, greaseless. If you order yeah. it spicelicious, spice it'll be pretty spicy. They also have char-grilled oysters there, mm -hmm. which is a new thing for them, and a welcome, welcome addition to the menu. They have, of course, the hamburgers that they is part of their... Uh, name New Orleans hamburger and seafood and great local specialties and good sandwiches and big big salads that are also not only just big but really good New Orleans mm -hmm. hamburger and seafood has 10 locations go visit them Wow how will you ever get to all of them well you don't have to get to all of them you just have to get to you one don't. of them and all these years that them, I... you haven't you probably haven't been to all 10 of them yourself anyway <laughs> Two six zero six three six eight is the number. That's two six zero menu in teenies. Uh, we have a word that in teenies is going to become Felix's. So we have to go check that out. It's going to be Felix's. Yeah, that Felix's no is going kidding. to. You know, poor Mark Benfatti, who has just been. You know what? I could see how you would feel that about him. No, I. I or or, or well, I, anyway, whatever. Uh, I think he's a very sharp guy. Oh, he is. He totally a, a, is. a good businessman, and, he he, and for a guy who never really spent all that long in the rest in the restaurant business, it, it, well, he's not a restaurant. Well, yeah, it's not yeah, one of his things. I mean, well, he did have the restaurant in Chalmette, though, didn't he? He did, but it he, only was there about three or four weeks. I know because I was there too. Wait, before he moved to here, called was Katrina. Wait, no, no, but he only had it for three or four weeks before Katrina hit. Yeah, he, oh, it really? was not there very long. I didn't know long. that, and it was called in teenies there. Yeah, uh huh. And it was it was very good. He, yeah. I've, I've he, never had anything from his hand that was less than good. Uh, he, but he had other things on his mind, and always, one, always, and, and so that's he that. is. Um, first of all, just a super nice guy, and he has a thing that I think is, um, Cayman Sinclair has it, and. It is a really valuable thing to have, and that is know your customer. He mm -hmm. knew his customer better than anyone I've ever seen. And so not only was Intini's a restaurant, it was a community center. Uh -huh. And he knew that the women on the North Shore liked to gather for essentially kind of hen parties. But they had, they'd go and load up buses and go to the movies but have a party before. And they always had some kind of big party going on. And it worked cool for years me. and years and yeah, because you are a real party guy. 
She's and seen it worked, my, uh, my... It worked and for years and years and years. And he, he would come and he would go, and he would go back to his first passion, which was in past Christiane and, uh, or Waveland. And, uh, you know, it's, it's had a lot of iterations, and Teenies has had a lot of iterations. So um, I was wondering what was going to happen post-Duke, where the food was probably better than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's... I think he's probably much more of a marketer than he ever was a restaurateur. And mm-hmm. I always told him he should just stick to marketing because that's really where his his he's thrilled by marketing and he's like a ball pitching machine of ideas. And I will miss Boy, him if a, I don't see him. That's a great him. image. I like that. That's yeah, cool. if I well don't done. see him again, uh, I will definitely miss him because he's a really fun guy, a really, really nice guy. Anyway, he's got a grandchild coming, so... And we've spent our share of uh, time over there. We certainly have. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. That's 260-MENU. We're not getting very far with callers these days. Well, you know what I think it is? I think we're out in the middle of nowhere. Yes, we uh, here why was after that, it having been hit why by would that? Why would that matter? Because we have had a bunch of calls. Uh-huh. We've had a bunch of calls uh, on the show having sat here for weeks and weeks, mm-hmm. and it just seems like, well, yeah, we're done with them. Now, while we're waiting, done while we are waiting here, <laughs> we have other things that we can celebrate here besides no really? calls, right? We do. I'm not celebrating no calls. It is National Eat Your Vegetables Day. Uh Wow. Uh, Does it have to be fresh vegetables or can it be? doesn't matter. They could come in a can. They could be squished uh, between two forks. Who cares? It's National Eat Your Vegetables Day no matter what it is. It's healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I eat my vegetables. What's your favorite vegetable? I don't. I don't know if I have a favorite vegetable. I have no favorite vegetables whatsoever. You don't eat them. Doug? None. I no. I you know if I don't have to eat vegetables, I won't. because really? it's National Stewart's Root Beer Day. Have you had any of that stuff? No. What is that? Stewart's, Stewart's Root Beer. Stewart's Root Beer. I've never had any Stewart's. What root is Stewart's Root Beer? Yeah. I have no idea, but it's their national day today. <laughs> it is National <laughs> Apple Strudel Day. Ah, Na- now that we know. Okay. All you have to do is jump over it, and then uh, you're done. Okay, fine. National yeah. Strudel Day? Strudel National Day, yeah. Apple Strudel Day it is. Uh-huh. Exactly. Now, we, it is National Cherry Tart Day. Did you not know that? A, not cherry a fan tart. of cherry tarts. Not a, I, actually, I do like tarts, though. Mm-hmm. Tarts are good. I do like tarts. Um, but they have to be sort of a savory tart. A tart with some kind of, um, well, I mean, a, if you think about it, a quiche is kind of a tart, you know, like pecan tarts. What kind of tarts do you like? Well, Chocolate you know, if, if if none of that is, is good for you, we have one more, and it Uh-oh. is a global is day, as a matter of fact. All over the globe, it's National Garbage Man Day. <laughs> you know what? It's what the, what's funny about that is that I actually did call my garbage man today. What did you call not him? To, not to <laughs> congratulate him. <laughs> I called my garbage we- man to a congratulate. No, we didn't That's do that. That's just a weird uh, coincidence. It is a weird coincidence. <clears throat> now, in history, definitely. in history, yeah. just to just to bring this conversation a little class, it is uh, the 244th <laughs> anniversary of the Battle of Bunker Hill. Bunker Hill, of course, is across the River Charles from Boston. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that was in 1775. Now, 110 years later, 
after that, the French people sent us this gift. It was the Statue of Liberty, and that arrived on these shores in mm-hmm. 1885 on this particular day. And they, they were asking themselves, what the heck are we going to do with this thing? <laughs> so that's, you know, pretty much what happened on a day like today uh, through history. All right. You know, whenever you have the French and the Brits fighting one another, yeah, you're, you're going to have something that will be amazingly interesting. But well, just we've had that a few times here. murderous, uh, literally, in some cases. We've had a few times here. Tom, get your gazetteer up there because uh, Doug has the... Well. Doug has the the national whatever day, but we have gobs and gobs gobs of information that we could go through for today on, in Tom's gourmet gazetteer. The problem is I don't know how to We're get right it up. We're in the middle so of nowhere. Yeah. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Porter and Luke. Let's talk about them again because we have to talk about them a lot in these two hours. I want to start with my favorite thing there. You know What's what? What's your it favorite is? thing? No, surely you know. I don't. Turtle soup. They have good turtle soup. I've never they had have, turtle soup in my whole whole life, but oh, well, you tell me that it's good there. But it is. Uh, I, I'm a lover of turtle soup. I know that. And I like it enough that there are enough also that are not very good. I've run into that all the time. But this one, since the first time I ever ate it over there, I, I fell in love with it, and it, I've been getting it every chance I get uh, since then. Even though the restaurant is primarily a, f- a family kind of a restaurant, uh, there are some young guys and girls who uh, just say, well, no, I like this. And it turtle all soup? adds turtle soup, yeah. Well, I'm sure there are people who like turtle soup. Oh, sure. It's, like it's terrific. It's one of my favorite things. So uh, if you like that, go get some of theirs. But if you if that's that hasn't grabbed you it's yet. It's got real turtle meat in it, right? Real turtle meat. Yeah, see, yes. I'm looking for a place that doesn't, doesn't have no, turtle meat. Doesn't funny, <laughs> you know. It, one looking, man's ace is a good course. man's well, second that's, man's. That's How's what that we I don't know, but that's what we were just huh. saying. It's like I, I was talking to some friends of mine at lunch today and I was saying, "You know what? This is such a subjective thing that you if I like it, that doesn't mean you would like it or if i tell you not to go there i wouldn't tell you not to go there because that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you wouldn't like something that i don't like because food is a very subjective sure thing. anyway sure we, we got off of uh, port and luke so you finished the turtle soup well i i, I was finished with the turtle soup because it's not really all that much to say except that it's for a, for a really good food uh but also on their menu they have an unusually large number of seafood entrees. Most restaurants, one, two, just to make it seem like they're doing anything at all. But over there at at, uh, Porter and Luke, Porter and Luke, they every day have a couple or three or four or five. Sometimes I have seen that uh, fish that are running as a fish of the day or something along those lines, but always great. They have a lot of good fried (laughs) fish. Great fi- fried, fried fish. Fried chicken. All of that. They have poor boys. Poor boys are Other wonderful. Other kinds of sandwiches. They have fried chicken They're that's real good, beans. too. red Today beans. Today would be a good day to go get red beans over there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Ron, the gourmet waiter. Oh, oh there we has are. Has heard yeah. enough, and he's calling in to save us. Hi, Ron. Mm. How are you all doing? Good. How are you? Fine. Doing very well. Thank you. Uh, y'all were talking about 
biscuits a while back, and I think you had yeah. been to a restaurant, and you said that when the margarine came out, that was kind of when the party was over. Yeah, for me it was. I'll tell you that. I, I think I'd, okay. that would be a little bit farther than I'd go with it, but uh, okay. So I'm calling in with a substitute because I've got a substitute sauce for you, oh, something you might consider putting on uh, – you know, maybe biscuits in the morning. I think you all do those drop biscuits at the uh, Cool Water Ranch. We don't do anything oh, anymore, it, but we used to. We used to. <laughs> and it was okay, always three, butter. You know what? Three simple you know, ingredients. Okay, that's right. Three. That's it. You got it. Okay, yeah, we're gonna sauce? we're gonna go we're gonna go with honey, honey, yeah. bourbon, yeah, mm. and cracked black pepper. Mm. Well. That's interesting. Take a little I'll bit of honey, put it in good. a bowl, warm, uh-huh. warm it up a little bit, add a little bit of bourbon, and then add some bourbon. freshly ground cracked black pepper and mix that up. Where did you come up with that? Did oh, yeah. you read that somewhere? Or you just you just you just I was talking to someone. I was talking to someone who's a line cook in a restaurant. We were talking about sauces, and he told me that that was one of his favorites. I've got another really? sauce for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're doing something like uh, pork or possibly duck. Uh, there's something, or lamb. This would go very well with lamb. It's going to be port wine, currant jelly, and butter. No mm-hmm. margarine. Yeah, yeah. E- equal proportions. Go ahead and put it on the stove top. Get it kind of hot, and then just put it on low and just wait a couple of minutes. It's a great sauce. That's a family sauce recipe that uh, has been in my family for a long time. Hmm. You have been a waiter at a number of restaurants, right? And manager, correct. Yes. So is it something that we think is not happening, but it actually is happening everywhere, that everyone's using margarine and nobody really knows about it? Huh? Yes. Uh, margarine has a higher boiling point. So if you add margarine to something that you're trying to maybe pan sear or pan saute, you're not going to burn the butter if you put some margarine in with it. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go straight margarine. Now, when you were talking about uh, when you were talking about margarine, it reminded me of a couple of things. Number one, I'm not going to name the restaurant, but there's a very famous Italian restaurant in town that won best gravy, best red gravy in the state of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Now, it reminds me of margarine because the, the the base for their gravy is ragu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they well, have you know cases. What? They have that's cases okay. and cases and cases of ragu, and that's. That's the start. Uh-huh. Now, what I did is I took I took ragu one time, bought it at the store, and I decided I was going to make my own premier red gravy. So mm-hmm. what I did is I heated up the ragu very slowly, added more sautéed onions, bell pepper, things like that. I put some red wine in, a deep red wine, like a Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. And then I also added some balsamic vinegar to it to give it another flavor layer. Mm-hmm. And then I added some thyme and some basil and some oregano out of my garden, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of red pepper flake. And it was actually an unbelievable sauce. I believe it. I would imagine, yeah. Uh, you had black pepper and red pepper? I don't think there's anything a little bit of black, inherently but I used pe- evil with using, I mean, what's her name, Sandra? What's her name, the one who does the semi-homemade? She starts with everything like that and, and sort of blends her own stuff with something that's already been processed and prepared. I mean, let's face it, a lot of people don't have a lot of time to cook. So if they 
if they can get a yeah. little head start, they're grateful for it. You know, I mean, I, I've said now, it myself. I you, use jambalaya mix. Go ahead. What? Sure. Now, when you take that a step further, there's a trend in the restaurant industry to bring in items that other people have cooked. And I'm not going to name this restaurant, but they're famous in New Orleans for gumbo. And the gumbo, actually, they don't even cook it. They buy yeah. it. They buy it from someone else and serve yeah. it straight oh, up. Oh, that makes you fact. feel reassuring, doesn't it? Well, there's a lot of people that are doing. I mean, I won't say a lot. I don't know for a fact, but I know that that is yeah. not all that uncommon. Mm. I'm still working anyway, on the margin. I hear, thing, I hear but the I'm music. Glad to know that. Yes. <laughs> we will return with with no, more of the okay. food show after we Thanks. check the news. Stay tuned. More of the food show here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.